I am a medium. That means I can communicate with spirits amongst other things. I started seeing spirits before I can even remember. I grew up feeling cursed, but now I am taking control of my abilities. Welcome to my spirit diaries. And really quick before we jump into the episode, I just want to thank you so much for all of your support. If you've been enjoying the podcast, please don't forget to show your support by sharing it with your friends, rating it five stars, subscribe, thumbs up, follow, or whatever it is that you can do on the platform you're hearing me on. I appreciate all that you do in making this podcast possible. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Diaries. I love telling these stories because these are stories I was never able to tell before. I've kept them a secret for so long and sharing my experience with you just has been a lot of fun. So today I am going to fill in some blanks I have left with previous episodes. So events that were happening in between these, as well as additional information that I remember now. (laughs) So what's really cool is in telling these stories, I am remembering so much more about my childhood. So if any of you are missing childhood memories or you're trying to remember more about your childhood, I highly encourage you to journal or talk about it just because I am unlocking so many memories. It has been a whirlwind. Rewinding from where we are in the current chronological story, all of these events happened throughout elementary school. So I used to go horseback riding quite frequently. Uh, My mom got really into it for a while and took me along with her and it was really cool. I absolutely loved it. And we were going all the time um, to one stable and we were riding the same horses all the time. So we really started to get to know these individual horses and their style and all of that sort of thing. And mind you, I was still very young. I think during this incident, I was eight, uh, seven or eight. So I was still really young. (laughs) We were riding one day, and when we got to the stable, they refused to give me the horse I normally rode. And it was a different staff that was there than was normally there, and they were convinced that I needed a pony and not a horse, and... Even though I, myself, and my mom explained we come there all the time, I always ride this one horse, they were insistent on giving me a pony, which was younger, uh, still a full-grown horse, so I don't want you to think it's like a little tiny thing, uh, still totally full-grown, but on the younger end. And a little bit smaller than the horse I normally rode, and... We were just like, no, 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 we, I really don't want that. I want a horse. Like, I don't want a pony. So they eventually gave me a different horse for me to ride. Still a different horse than my usual one, but not the pony. So we 
went this time with other family members. So we were with my uncle and his girlfriend and her daughter, who was even younger than I. I would say she was about five years old. So the daughter and my uncle's girlfriend were riding together on one horse. He was on a horse. My mom was on a horse. And then I was on my own horse. So we are going down this trail and things start to get sketchy. So apparently the reason why the staff that we normally worked with was not there on the day we normally went and the horses we normally rode were not there was because they had a summer camp come through the day previous to this and they had used all of the horses. Everyone was exhausted from the staff to the animals and they wanted to try to give them some time off but unannounced to us we were given horses who were used that previous day and just in the morning and they were like you know what they had you know about 24 hours to rest Uh, just give them to these people the issue is animals need rest just like humans do and especially for longer trail rides They don't want to do things uh, if they don't want to do them. Our horses started freaking out. And by freaking out, I mean they were rearing up with their front legs in the air and then switching to their back legs in the air. And they were sort of doing this like bull type of bucking um, to get my uncle's girlfriend and her daughter off of its back. So their horse was freaking freaking out it actually threw her off both of them and the woman wrapped around her daughter and shielded her and the horse kicked her and she just fell to the ground and the horse took off running in a random direction my uncle was not experienced in riding so he was freaking out he jumped off of his horse to help his girlfriend and his horse freaked out that he just got off randomly and was sort of a little bit scared that the other horse had just freaked out so his horse freaked out and took off running back towards the stable so now we have three people off of a horse we have one horse running into the wilderness we have another horse running back towards the stable My mom decides to go after the horse that's running away. She's going to go grab its reins. So the uh, horse leash (laughs) around its mouth, she's going to go grab that one. And then she was just going to lead it back to the stable. At this point, my uncle starts just running towards the stable to get help and I I don't think anybody really knew what to do in this situation meanwhile I'm on my horse which just begins to lose its mind so it starts the rearing it's kicking everywhere and it throws itself up in the air with its feet up in the air and I'm holding on for dear life I'm trying to control this horse so I was used to riding I was trying to control it this horse was not having it got ticked and just full-blown started running away and during this process it was continuously kicking as it was running and I fell off the back of the horse and onto the ground 
luckily my mom did make me wear a helmet every single time we went riding so when my head hit the ground I was protected unlike my uncle's girlfriend and her daughter who were not wearing helmets and unfortunately they did suffer temporary uh damage to their brain and had amnesia um from swelling that had occurred but luckily they were totally fine after it um it was just a very very hard heavy impact and a really really bad concussion but thank god there was not anything more serious that happened to them wait 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 i'm channeling a message from beyond it's from today's sponsors who make creating this podcast possible hey it's birdie did you know that we have an Etsy shop filled with handmade items and incredible vintage pieces perfect for witchy and spooky decor? Go over to spiritdiaries.etsy.com. That's S-P-I-R-I-T-D-I-A-R-I-E-S dot E-T-S-Y dot C-O-M. And indulge in self-care with my handmade bath salts, bath bombs, body oils, room sprays, and 100% beeswax candles. Treat yourself and help us go on more spooky adventures and keep this podcast going. Hey, it's Birdie. Did you all know that Robert and I went on a spooky adventure? We visited six notoriously haunted locations over the course of six days, and we recorded it all. We've even won a film award for it. Yeah, that's right. We freaking won. And this is all available to watch for free over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash spirit diaries. Yep. Go watch it right now, subscribe, leave thumbs up, and tell all your friends about our free season streaming on YouTube right now at youtube.com slash spirit diaries. I can't believe we did it. As I got thrown off and my horse is running away, I realize that I'm still moving. And I look up and my foot is actually caught in the reins. So that circle leash that goes from the mouth around the back of their head to the other side of their mouth was wrapped around my foot. So what happened is as the horse put its front feet up in the air, my foot went out of the stirrups. So the little foot holders on the saddle that goes over the horse's back. So I fell out of that. And as I was falling backwards over the horse's butt, my foot happens to catch inside of the rein. And as I fell, it actually twisted. So it wasn't just looped around my foot. It was wrapped around my foot, which means I would have had to twist several times to get it to just be a loop. And then I would have had to kick myself free. My shirt and my back were being ripped open because this trail was rock and gravel so I am literally being torn apart as this horse is running forward at full speed and I'm bouncing on the ground and I remember looking back and I seen my mom way in the distance and I mean her horse she had it running full speed after me to try and stop my horse and she was not going to catch up. My horse was just on a rampage and, and it was flying faster than ever. It was ridiculous. I was kicking my foot and kicking my foot and kicking my foot. 
and I was making no progress with getting my foot loose from the reins. And I was kind of off to the side of the horse. So luckily as it ran, its feet were going right by my head. But thank God it was not kicking me. So I was sort of like off the side by its feet. But I also kept sort of throwing myself to the side because its back feet were very close to me. And if a horse at that point in time stepped on me, it would have easily crushed me. So as I'm being dragged along, I see this metal pole and the horse is aiming straight towards it. And where this metal pole is, is right where my head was aimed up to just smash on this pole. And when my head would smash on this pole, I would definitely have been twisted underneath the horse. I would have gotten stomped up by its feet. I very truly and wholeheartedly believe I would have died if not been severely permanently uh, injured and disabled from that. Um, It was unreal how dangerous that situation was about to be. And I mean, the horse was heading straight towards it. At this point, the world sort of slowed down. I became very aware of the fact that I was going to likely die when I hit that pole. (sighs) I, uh, I just can't explain it any other way than just the world slowed down. And I remember I just prayed or asked or however you want to phrase it that you know, if there was anyone looking over me to please help me because there was no way I was going to get out of this alive on my own. I was getting exhausted. I was in pain. Like I said, my back was torn open. The flesh on my back was gone. I was bloody. I was also eight years old. I was a little girl. And I mean, this was a lot to process and handle for all I knew my uncle's girlfriend and her daughter were dead. Like I just started imagining the worst. He didn't have a horse. I knew my mom was not going to get to me in time. And I just knew this, this was it. So if there's anything out there, please help me. And as soon as I finished asking for help, I swear on my life, I swear on everything in this world, instantly, like a snap of time, my foot all of a sudden fell loose. I fell well off to the side of the horse and I was inches from that metal pole and the horse just kept going. And I was fine. I was totally fine. I still to this day, I remember vividly staring at how twisted my foot was in this rain. There was no way I could have just slid out of that. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, ah, but I, I, <laughs> you want to call it a miracle or whatever. But I do believe there was some sort of intervention at that point um, that saved my life. And my mom eventually ran over to me and she told me I was in a lot of pain. So I was not sitting up and being like, oh, hey, yeah, that was that was crazy. So I was still very injured. And uh, my mom told me, you know, don't move. Stay right there. She was going to go back to the stable and get an ambulance and or a truck to go back on the trail and pick me up because she was afraid to move me because of how broken and beaten I was. She wasn't sure 
if anything was broken or anything at all. And she didn't want to risk moving me and putting me on a horse and losing her horse and or creating a whole nother situation where her horse freaked out and now she was injured because at this point she's the only one left with a horse and she's the only one who isn't injured so she managed to get back to the stable and get help and a truck came and dropped her off and she waited with me as it went down the trail and it got my uncle and his girlfriend and her daughter and then it came back and then we got in it and then it drove us to the hospital. <laughs> and I was okay. I was missing several layers of skin and I wasn't able to wear shirts for a very long time. I was sort of in this mummy uh, gauze sort of wrapping for a very long while while my skin grew back. But I didn't break anything. Nothing bad had happened. I didn't have any memory loss. And I will always remember that was the day I learned how to spell hospital because I had to stare at the sign for so long as we sat there waiting to find out what happened to my uncle's girlfriend and her daughter. And uh, she she just did not do well. She was had a lot of amnesia and I think she ended up staying in the hospital for a few days and her daughter obviously was very freaked out but luckily the coolest thing that she did was she wrapped around her daughter so her daughter was completely protected and did not have any harm to her so she took all of the brunt force herself which I think is so brave and so cool but yeah I'm just grateful that everybody walked away without any serious injuries but I do think that was some sort of paranormal or, you know, divine intervention that day. And I, I don't like to believe that we're being watched all the time or things of that sort. But I definitely think that calling and asking for help, I think I was hurt in that moment, which I think is pretty cool. Hey, it's Future Birdie, and I just quickly want to pop in here and talk about a lot of questions I get about this episode of what do I think this was? Do I really think this was a sign of some like religious proof or anything of that sort? And no, I, I don't. I get asked about religion a lot, and it's something that we're never really going to get into with the podcast. I know I told you all I grew up uh, Christian, but... That's not something that I feel like is super important at this point um, to any of these stories to talk about religion now. Um, at my point as a child, I think it's important to bring up because I did have a very Christian perspective on what was happening in terms of how I viewed different spirits. But I want to say I value all religion. I think all religion is very important. I don't identify with any religions anymore. And I definitely think that there's importance there for cultural history. And I definitely have no issues with religion in any way, shape, or form. And yes, I truly believe they're all valuable and hold a lot of important but overall in the paranormal I try to keep myself removed from a religious perspective only because I feel like it could skew the way I view some things and of course 
it's always important for me to not have a religious perspective when I'm dealing with spirit or energy because a lot of times they identify differently than I do. So they might have a different worldview or they might come from a different religious perspective and I would never want to take away from their experiences uh, by viewing them through a certain lens. So hooray, religious freedom. (laughs) And at this time, I didn't have any word for a good ghost besides Angel at this time because like I said, I, I grew up under a Christian denomination and I thought ghosts were like lost souls and angels were good and the devil was a bad guy so that's pretty much my classification of spirits at this time and I thought most ghosts were probably also bad because if you were good you got to be an angel and that's where my knowledge base was so in this moment I did believe that this entity was an angel however I don't know, looking back, trying to really (laughs) pull apart this experience, I'm not sure really if it was some sort of deity or some sort of higher being or if it was just some ghost who was hanging around and decided to help me out. So I don't have the answers and I wish I did. I know so many people are like, but you're a medium. You should know these things. And I I don't and I don't claim to. And I fear people who do claim to know everything. But I can only speculate. But at the end of the day, the only thing that really, really matters here is that I'm still alive. I did not hit that pole and thank goodness whatever it was, be it luck and just some normal thing that I happened to get free or if something other helped me out, I'm grateful that I happens to get loose at the very last possible second. But like I said in this original story, I still believe something had helped. And my mom watched this happen. And even my mom was like, I don't even know what happened. One second you were on the horse and the next you were on the ground. Like, and I mean, she had her eyes on me the whole time. So even she was like having this own personal experience of like, How did you go from being tied up to being completely fine and out of the way of all the legs? Because like I said, if I fell off, I should have been trampled by the horse's back legs. So the way I would have fallen is my legs would have fell down under me and been under the horse's legs. So How it happened, I don't know. There's no cameras, obviously. There's no physical proof of anything. But I really would like to believe that maybe there is some goodness out there. And if we are going to believe in the dark and nefarious demons and demonic type creatures and creatures who are out there doing evil for the sake of doing evil, then I would also argue that there has to be a balance for that. So a balance in the universe of something out there that is overall good and doing good for things and trying to help. And this in no way or anything says that like, oh, I was important enough to be saved or anything like that. I I just I think I was in the right place at the right time something around me was in the right place at the right time and it just happened to work out 
Um, did the praying actually do anything? I don't know. I don't know at all. I was scared and I truly remember this moment. It's so clear and embedded in my mind. I genuinely thought I was dead and that's the only thing I could do. So was it a manifestation of my own personal power perhaps? Ultimately, I don't know. Anyways, I don't have anything left of this story, so I truly hope you enjoyed this episode of The Spirit Diaries, and I will see you all in the next origin story episode that originally was a part of this, but I decided to split up since we are just digging deep into some of these stories that I had forgotten to include the first time around. Thanks again for listening to The Spirit Diaries. Mm-hmm.